0: Welcome back everybody to another Unka episode as always my name is
1: Juan and my name is Omar
0: and we're back here getting after it again putting in the work putting these episodes out how are you feeling today Omar?
1: I'm feeling pretty great feeling fantastic yeah uh may I say fantabulous
0: Ooh, fantabulous that one in a while uh, you have not used that one in a while. You're right. That's been uh, yeah. it's been there for some time. I feel like you, you yeah. said that in one of the first uh, episodes back in the day. I? Yeah, I know, I've definitely heard that from you in one of the episodes.
1: Hmm.
0: Interesting. Um, great. Omar's doing fantabulous. I'm doing great. Just normal great. I'm um, excited to talk about everything and anything. That's that's what we like about this Uncut episode. Um, good news for me. I got a raise. That's a good... That's positive. Um, yeah. Give me that.
1: Or or maybe a little
0: finger clap. Just a, just a finger clap. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't disturb the people listening. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I felt... Um, so just to fill you guys in, I <laughs> essentially started asking for a raise probably like a month in to my job. I told Omar about this. Um, I started talking to the COO, the chief operating officer, about um, not directly a raise. I wasn't saying like, you know, like give me more money, um, especially because I'm just starting. It was more so like, hey, like what's next, right? Because when you start a job, I feel like it's very much like feel it out, right? See how it's going. You know, do you like your coworkers? Do you like your actual work itself? So on and so forth, mm-hmm. Right. I knew I did from like the interview process, where the team pretty much interviewed me, asked me technical questions, so on and so forth. And that month was was cool too. The first month, um, it was really just a lot of catching up, in terms of what are they doing. Um, but as you all know, I I don't like to move at a linear pace. I I really like to like if I like what what makes me incapable of growing into let's say the CEO role within two years, three years. I know that sounds like illogical at face value for most people. To me, it really doesn't though. Like what, what actually, how much knowledge and experience do I need to get to that point? I I don't think I legitimately need 10 or 20 years of experience in a field to lead a group of people in something. Maybe, maybe some other people feel that way. I, I personally don't. So In any case, I was I was talking to the COO about you know what's my potential next role. Um, I started off as a junior data scientist. The obvious next uh, level from that would just be a regular data scientist. Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: I was also thinking about potentially being like a liaison in between like the the data science group and the machine learning group. So sort of being in between them and helping um, because we didn't we still don't really have that. Um, But in any case, I started really building. You know, laying the foundation for when I would eventually ask for a raise. Uh, Because I think a lot of the times people put it off and put it off and they think either one, I'm getting underpaid or actually that's pretty much it. One, I'm getting underpaid and I think it's okay. I'll just wait. It hasn't been long enough to ask for a raise. That's something that my mom would say, like, why would you be asking for a raise? You just started. Um, But if you start talking about it, I find earlier rather than later, then once you legitimately either need it or really, really want it, then that conversation is a lot easier to have, in my opinion, because what had happened specifically in my company is uh, my manager had departed. So a lot of the responsibilities that he had, I was inherited, not all of them, of course. And so that just made the, the promotion that much easier, right? I had already talked about this, I had sort of stepped up now into a leadership position, and so it was a sort of, I was telling Omar, it's like, there's no way that they're going to say, no, it's really just a matter of negotiating the salary and getting it to a point in which I feel comfortable with. Um, and I did that, uh, for the most part and, you know, you'd think I'd be like really celebrating. Um, I did have a bottle of champagne, I guess that's like a little celebration, but honestly, the next day I just started working again. Um. And I mentioned that because you'd think I'd be like, All right, I got the raise. We're good. I the the literally the second after I was told, like, all right, you got you got the position, I was like, hmm, so what's next? You know, maybe that's unhealthy. I don't know. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But literally the, like the second they told me, I was like, Cool, cool. So what's next? You know, another position here, another raise here, um, into a leadership position. Who knows? Maybe a different company. Um you know, we'll see where it goes from there.
1: Well, let me uh start by saying, God, I am so bored. Um yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Sick. I uh I want to start by saying like congrats, man. I, I mean we already talked about this obviously in person, you know. It's not like we're doing this for the podcast, but um I think it's important to to continue to develop yourself in every aspect of your life and and this comes down to your, your career, you know, what you're doing for work. Uh, obviously finances are very important cause it allows us to, to be free, you know, with our free time, it allows us to make investments. It allows us to travel like for yep. you in your case. Right. Um, and so I think that's awesome. Uh, when you told me the, uh, the news, I was at work and I was like literally burning my balls off. Um, it was, it was very funny because I didn't tell you this, but when you called me, I was actually taking a break. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was in the middle of a really hot day out here uh, where I'm at. It's been really hot a few days and now it's kind of like windy and like foggy for some reason. Just, you know, typical Northern California stuff, I guess. Um, but it was really, really hot. And that was like the second day that I was working like that. And so usually I kind of refrain from trying to take a uh, an extended amount of time off, you know, while I'm working or a break. Sometimes I even put off my lunches. I just I don't like to stop because it's difficult to pick up the pace afterwards right um especially like on a full stomach or something but this day is just i i I had no choice i had to like sit down for a bit catch my breath and as i sit down i literally get a phone call from juan and i'm just like that's kind of random you know because it's if you call me during the week it's usually something big i've noticed you know like something's up yeah and I was hoping it was something good because I'm like, well, fuck, I'm the one that's like over here, like strolling right now. <laughs> like, I really hope it's good news because I, I don't think I could take two bad newses right now. Yeah. And uh, and then you told me that and that was like really cool because um, for me, you know, I, I really do enjoy seeing my friends do well. I really do enjoy seeing my, my friends excel and, and accomplish their goals. And so in return, what that did for me is it is it told me to get my off my ass. I was like, <laughs> I literally just sat down. I'm like, all right, well, there's fucking more work to do, you know? <laughs> And yeah. so, you know, to the people that are listening, if you're not selfish, right, if you're not one of those people that are, like, hating on their own friends or their own family, um, that's the outcome of when your circle is doing well, when the people around you are doing well. It, in return, reflects on you, you know, to, to also do better, to also accomplish your own goals, or at the very least to lift you lift you up if you're, you know, down in the dumps or going through a funk, um, because we're all one, essentially, Right. If my friends do well, I'm doing well. Right. I might not specifically, physically, literally uh, doing well in that moment, but if my friends doing well, it's kind of lifting up my spirits. It's helping me get a little boost in my day. Right. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, we're getting this bread, we're getting that dough. Yeah. Um, You know, I myself am also of the same mindset where I started raising my rate. And literally the next day I'm like, well, when can I raise it again? You know? Yep. And it's a, uh, it's a slippery slope there. Uh, you know, it, like, like, right. You want to break it down. Like, is it good? Is it bad? Is it, is it good to be so overreaching and always wanting to, to discover the new stepping stones, the new levels, or is that negative? Right. Because it's like, you have become overconsumed with always the next thing, always the next thing. Right. It's, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you can make the argument for both. Um,
0: Where do you stand?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm very much of the, uh, like, just focus on what's yeah. next. You know, you have to be. Yeah. Um, Cause that's what equals growth. But I do also recognize that it can become unhealthy at one point or another. I um, mean, I'm, I'm sure you've dealt with this. I've, I've dealt with this personally in the sense that like the second I I've already accomplished one goal or another, like I'm focused on the next thing and it, you know, for me, it'll kind of raise my anxiety a little bit. I'm a little bit like on edge, a little bit more tense.
0: When you think um, about the future like that?
1: Yeah, because I'm starting to, to wonder how much more work it's going to take, how much more time I have until I get there. Right. Um, I
0: mean, quick quick question here. Um, yeah. So you're thinking about, how much more work or time it's going to take. So are you of the mindset that you need to spend more time to make more money or more effort to make more money? I just ask because that that is a very uh, popular mindset, right? Like, for example, when I am like, all right, you got this raise. Like, oh, do you have to do anything else? Like, do you have like this thing or that thing it's like
1: what are the requirements for really, the
0: race yeah it's like mm. not really it's just the quality of what i'm doing is went up i'm not working yeah. longer than i was before i mean maybe 30 minutes an hour if anything i mean i average really like five hours a day i would say i don't really like to be like super inefficient and like working the entire day at least like for for what i do um so what i do right now it's not more difficult Um, there's maybe more responsibility because I'm like the project lead, but uh, I'm not spending more time and I'm not more anxious or stressed, I guess at like having
1: more work, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say it's, it's, uh, done through time necessarily, but definitely effort. Um, like that book that you had recommended to me back in the day. Um, I forgot the full title, but something, uh, our work week, What was four hour work week, four yeah. hour work week. Um, I do remember in that book, uh, one of the things that stood out to me the most was that efficiency didn't always equal productivity. And that's become more and more true to me where yeah. like recently, once I started raising my rate, I noticed I was actually working shorter days and I was like, am I just getting lazy or am I just like, not wanting to work anymore or like what's going on? And I had to do some self-reflecting. I'm like, well, for my clients, they, they're still getting the same job done. You know, they're still getting the same quality of work, which is fairly high. It's just being done at a quicker rate because I'm charging more now. So I don't need yeah. to be there a whole eight hours if I don't want to, or if I don't need to, I can possibly get the same job done now in seven hours or six hours. Right. Um, and like you're saying that comes with, uh, with time, you just get more experience, um, in whatever field you're working in, you get better at what you're doing. And therefore the productivity is, is, you know, quicker, not necessarily efficient, right? Because as the, the book was talking about it, efficiency would be like, well, I have a set nine to five. I have to be here eight hours of the day anyways. Um, I'm just gonna, you know, space out my work right in those eight hours, and I'm like the opposite. I'm like I'm gonna just try to get it done sooner. Go
0: ahead. Efficiency mm-hmm. is is
1: not wasting
0: time. Correct. Not necessarily the, the spread out of time. So like if you have some job, just finishing it, doing it well, but also doing it within a certain period of time. Right. That's something I like try to emphasize because like anyone out there could really like do my job. It would just take them an insane amount of time if you haven't studied something similar. Right. Yeah. Like, You, you could legitimately do my job. It's just a matter of like, can you do it Work experience? Yeah. Can you do it within two hours? Can you do it within four hours? Whatever it is. That's, that's the aspect of it.
1: Right. Well, like what I was trying to say is like, not like trying to stretch it out into those eight hours.
0: Right. Yeah. That, that's, oh, I hate that so much. I was thinking about that the other day and I'm sure you remember like when we were working at, uh, park 121, this like restaurant, like, especially like on days when it was like, and and these were good days when it was not busy but you were just finding something to do you know, like oh let me just yeah. clean these tables and the tables were right. like just cleaned you know what i mean or like let's mop this little area like there's nothing the fun, there the to funny mop. thing was
1: though like they were just clean but somehow still sticky <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i don't know i think it was like a type of wood there that was there as well it, it was the finish um, yeah but my job before that as well i worked at like this olive oil press place like literally like my coworkers who were like older were like when we were not busy cuz there would be times that we were not busy um, a lot of times, actually, mm-hmm. they would just say like, find something to do, because if I didn't find something to do, they started like telling people like, you can go home. We're not as busy. And it's like, I did not want that. So they, they sent some of my coworkers home, was like, well, you know what? We're just not that busy. So by like 12, um, and I would start, I think like at seven or eight and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, you can go home. Like, we're not that busy. Um, not to me. Cause thankfully like. I knew that they would do that. So I would literally start like reorganizing um, displays and like, you know, dusting off things, like really in a really like in my intense way of like, I'm really doing something special, you know, (laughs) but really I'm not doing shit um, for that same reason, which I hate, right? They they were just wasting my time because the job was done.
1: Yeah. I mean, I used to, uh, I used to experience that a lot in different workplaces and fortunately um, it became a bit of a habit to me in the workplace to the point when I started working for myself I found myself doing the same thing right where I'm like well fuck I got to be here all eight hours of the day or like I got to try to make as much money as possible so I got to stay here as long as possible Um and I would find myself having like gaps throughout my day where I'd just be kind of like not necessarily sitting around but like definitely taking longer than I had to you know yeah. Um and Fast forwarding to now, I'm just like, hey, man, if I don't need to be there, I'm not there. Like the quicker I can get the job done, the quicker I have time to do all the other things I need to do throughout the day or throughout the week, uh, better for me. Right. And that to me mm-hmm. is, is the goal. Um, but yeah, I, I went through a phase where I was like really like reflecting on I'm like, is that me just getting lazy all of a sudden? Like what's going on here? But I'm like, yeah. no, I just have so many other things to do now. Right. Back in the day, I just, it's literally just work. And that's the thing too, like um, other podcasts that, that I listen to, like, People tend to give themselves the title of like the hardest worker. Like, oh, like I work so much. Like I'm always working, you know. And uh, on this other, uh, I don't, I haven't tuned into this podcast as much as I want to, um, but I definitely want to look further into it. Uh, Rob Deardick, he was a guy, you know, from Fitness Factory, yeah. Robin Big, you know, all that. I know you idolized um, him quite a bit. Definitely, such a yeah. cool guy. Um, on one of the clips that I uh, saw on social media, um, he was talking about. If you're working, like, an excessive amount of hours, like, that's not good. Your business isn't working correctly, you know, like, you shouldn't be working that hard. At a certain point, as we've talked about in the past, like, you start to delegate your power, right? Um, I think we talked about it on the leadership episode, right? It's like, that's your role as a leader. You shouldn't be taking on all this weight, right? Your job as a leader is to delegate that workload, you know, and try to disperse it as much as possible so that it gets done, right? Not necessarily efficiently, just productively, right? That way you can focus on growing the company, you know, thinking about what's next for the business, right? And when he when he said that, like it hit me, I'm like, oh you're totally right. Like all these people or influencers or people who are influential that tell themselves or promote themselves as like the hardest worker. And it's like, yeah, they're working all these hours of the day. I'm like, how much work are you actually getting done though? Like because, again, it's not a time thing. It's about how productive are we being. I mean, if you work one hour every day on a little side project, a little side gig, but that one hour is, like, focused entirely on that one thing as compared to four or five hours, and those four or five hours are, you know, half fast every day, like, yeah, it makes more sense to just spend one hour on something. Why, why like, make this whole big deal? Like, oh, man. I spend so much time on this. I'm always busy on this one thing, you know, it's like, there's no, there's no thing to brag about there. Right. And, you know, this is something that's changed for me recently, but it's fascinating to me that I guess it's become habitual for people because of the workplaces. You know, if you start off working a nine to five at a pizza place, at a McDonald's, at whatever, you know, when you're a teenager, that's kind of what you're taught, you know, Like you said, you're working in a restaurant, let's try to stretch it out as much as possible or else they might let us leave at the end of the day. And we're literally trained this way from a very young age, at least specifically in this country, you know, and then moving on forward, right? You develop that same habit of thinking. I think the only way to break that is, of course, if you go to college, you go to some other places or you just, I don't know, you take some sort of other um, placement, you know, through a mentor that they can teach you otherwise, but that's very much like if, a habitual if, way of thinking.
0: Yeah, I don't even know if college actually fixes that. Cause really what you were saying about, um, we were saying about like how people take pride in like working really hard, which like I take pride in working really hard, but yeah. like, uh, like working smart and also working efficiently. Like, like I said, for four hours, like boom, attack. Like that's what right. you're doing. But I say that cause oddly enough, like in college, same, same way people like really brag about like, Oh, I'm working really hard. Like, students literally brag about like, dude, I only got one hour of sleep. And they wear that like a badge of honor. And you know? yep. it's like, if you're, if you're like, literally like, dude, I only got five. It was like, it happened all the time. We would be like getting ready for a test. You know, it's the day of, maybe it's like at one 30, we're at the library, like at nine ten. like, yeah, dude, I, I stayed up the whole night, like studying, like, and then people would be like damn dude like this guy's really like and, you know he's good like he's he's putting in the work like everybody would would look at it positively and someone else would be like yeah dude i only slept like 3 hours like damn dude that's good you're probably going to do pretty well and and I, I wouldn't say I was maybe my first year i was the same like that um afterwards not so much not cuz i knew any better i was just like i didn't want to study that long so i just like studied you know, more efficiently without really like knowing exactly what I was doing, but definitely right. in like my last two years, I was like, when people would say that, you're like, I'm like, are you dumb? Like, <laughs> not in a non disrespectful way, like just. <laughs> I know when I say ignorant? that, it's like, all right, that sounds like a disrespectful thing to say. Um, what I meant was like, are you stupid? Why are you spending so much time? <laughs> why are you spending so much time? Um studying this specifically, I understand everyone learns differently. Everyone learns at a different pace as well. Right. To me though, like when someone says like they stayed up all night to do something, it's like one, either you left it to the last minute, right? That's fair. I'll put that aside. Or two, you're just not studying efficiently. If you're like studying and like, for example, I had like friends who would like reread chapters, like entire chapters of like heavy textbooks and math and physics and chemistry. And they would reread it. And in my mind, I'm like, just look at the study guide. They would look at the study guide, but they would do all this other stuff and then start with the study guide, maybe like two days before the test. Mm-hmm. Me, like the entire week was a study guide. Sometimes I would be stuff in a study guide that I wouldn't understand. You go to the books and you go, you know, a little bit deeper, but it was always like, I'm going to go super deep. I'm going to spend a lot of time. I'm going to be an expert in this thing. And it's like, they're not asking you to be an expert. They're asking you to follow these things on the study guide, right? learn it, and that's what's going to be on the test, right? And that's something that I, I thought that a lot of people in college struggled with. Like, if it's a class about microbiology and you're you know, talking about cells and you're talking about this and that, and there's a chapter of like biophysics and how molecules move, yeah, they'll ask you about that. But it ultimately is just about the cells. You know what I mean? Those will be the actual big questions. So if you study about like, how they move and this other stuff that you know may be more important in a class like biophysics, you're gonna you know answer correctly one or two questions and then the rest of them are gonna be heavily microbiology, right? So again, it's it's a it's a question of, of productivity um and efficiency. Right? You you need to have both there to really succeed, I think.
1: Yeah, no, I, I like how you're uh, talking about like the badge of honor, right? Which is like a recurring yeah. theme here on the podcast. Like, say like the little trophy, right? And in this case, the the badge of honor. Um, I have a friend, I won't say who, but uh, they tend Shut to them out. no shoutouts here. Them uh, out. Shout they tend out to think that it's really hard to stay up until like say like two or three in the morning working, right? But then sleep throughout the day, right? I'm like, okay. to me, I'm like I could care less, you know. But they definitely mm-hmm. wear that like a kind of badge of honor, right? And this isn't necessarily to put them down, but simply just shed some light on this topic, right? Uh, same thing that I was explaining with before with the what Rob Juric was saying. I mean, if you're working still like you know your four eight hours whatever per day, uh, but w- that makes no difference. I mean, you're just that's just your time frame. You know, but like, oh, like I I was working so hard. I sit up until two in the morning, but then it's like you go to sleep at like, you know, 12 and you go to sleep until like four or five in the afternoon. I'm like, "Eh, so what, you know, Um, because of course, you know, we are led to believe that the nine to five, the nine to five, that's the schedule to work by. Right. The majority of people live by that kind of time frame, Mm -hmm. Um, which could be okay, Could not be okay, depending on what you're doing, where you are. But then there's the people that are the outliers, right? Or so they think because they just work a different time frame. And, I'm like, that's all it is, though. It's just a different time schedule. You're not necessarily doing anything more difficult, right? And it's not necessarily more efficient or more productive. It's just literally a time frame difference, right? Yep. And so the reason I bring this up is for people that are listening is don't 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 cheat yourself. Don't lie to yourselves. Be honest with yourself. Like, are you really working hard or not, right? Um, that's something that, you know, can be... A difficult pill to swallow sometimes, right? When you look at yourself honestly, and you're like, "Okay, maybe I'm being a little bit lazy," right? And this isn't necessarily to to degrade yourselves or put yourselves down, but it's just, you know, get some accountability in your lives. Are you really working that hard? Um, you know, I told you about this the other day that I had gone to the gym, and there was this guy next to me being pretty annoying to me personally, but the whole time he was there, he was it, like speaking very loudly, very aggressively. Um, and it was annoying because I had forgotten my AirPods and they weren't charged. And then I'm like, damn it. And it was the first workout I had in a long time where it was completely silent or so I thought it would be. Right. And these bozos show up next to me and they're talking like really loud and all that. Um, typically what you would connect to like being the the toxic masculinity kind of vibe at the gym. Right. And to me it was annoying, but I was like, whatever. Still getting my workout in and so the whole time he's being loud but then his friend asked him like oh like how do you do this or whatever and then he said this in a in a much more quiet tone he's like i'll be damned if there's anybody that works here harder than me in the gym you know and i heard that and that triggered the fuck out of me because here's the thing right people do pride themselves with being the hardest worker wherever you may go right i know that's definitely something that that we pride ourselves on right at one point or another but it's because we fucking mean it. Like, we fucking mean it. If I'm waking up at whatever time of the day, from that point until the point that I go to sleep, I'm giving it my all. Like, 100%. And so, if somebody asked me, like, do you work hard? Like, I will be very serious when it's on. Like, I do fucking work hard. You know? I will be vocal about it. I will look them in their eyes. But this person knew it within themselves. I could just tell. Like, why would you whisper that? Why would you lower your tone? I'm like, get that shit out of here, you know? That's Mm -hmm. not what I want to be hearing at the gym. You're over here all like rah, rah, rah. Like, yeah, lift that white boy and all that. Right. But then somebody asks you, do you work on? You're like, oh, yeah. And you're like whispering about it. Like, get the fuck out. Like, like that's that's false to me, you know, and that's what triggered me. That's what angered me. Right. And I think there's a lot of people that carry themselves this way where it's like they're living in a little echo chamber echo chamber, and they're, they're telling themselves, yeah, like I, I'm the best at this. Yeah. I work so hard. Like, yeah. Like I make this amount of money, whatever. It's like, you're full of yourself. Like what, you, what, what good is that doing? You? Like, be honest with yourself, really break things down. Like don't hold yourself so high when you're not even worthy of that position. You know um, that's just kind of like a personal thing that I, I get bothered by sometimes because perhaps I'm I'm, I'm on the opposite side of that spectrum. Like I really don't think all that highly of myself, you know, at least not currently because I recognize how much more work I have to put in to get to the next stage of my life. Right. But yet there's people out here thinking they've already won. And I'm like, what? Like, how does that even make sense? Like,
0: yeah. So I I hold myself to that, that highest level. I, I am. My confidence is like, probably at an all-time high in my life. Mm. Um, but you'll never hear me saying shit like that. You'll never like I've been asked that before too. Like, oh, you look like someone that works hard. And I said like, yeah, I do. That's it. I it's like it's it's like that one meme that you sent me. It was like um it was specifically about intelligence, but it was like um <laughs> the man who has like I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but the man who's not as smart you know, keeps talking and the, the man who oh, yeah, knows yeah, yeah, the yeah. most like talks the less, um, that that's fair about like intelligence. And I agree with that. I also Wasn't think it that's, uh,
1: the... Frederick Douglas.
0: No, was it? Should I look it up?
1: All right. I feel like we should, we gotta give, Pause. gotta give the man a shout out. Pause. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you're waiting for us to search up this, uh, specific image, uh, please make sure to check out the intrinsic podcast. at
0: Instagram. Got it. Ooh, that was quick. <laughs> that was pretty good. It says, uh, no, it was by Arthur, Arthur Schopenhauer. Uh, oh, a high what? degree of intellect. Oh, no, that's not the one.
1: <laughs> no, that was definitely not the one. Excuse was, me? Like, I don't recognize that one.
0: Okay, now this is uh, Jean-Jacques Rousseau. It says, people who know little are usually great talkers, while men who know much say little. Yeah, there you go. I agree with that. I, I, I definitely resonated with that just on the base of like intelligence, but like talking about like, you know, connecting it to what we're talking about. Like if you work hard, you're not talking about working hard. And I've heard yeah. it like in so many different places from people who work hard, like Cameron Haynes and Joe Rogan, not Joe Rogan, Cameron Haynes and David Goggins and Jocko Willink. Like if you're sitting around talking about how great you are, that's just proof that you're not. Because if you were, you would be spending that time that you would be talking, just working. That's it. That's time that you're literally wasting from whatever it is that, you know, is your passion. And it's very easy to think about it in terms of the gym. And we talk a lot about it because it means a lot to us and it's, it's great, but you can equally apply that to anything else in your life, your job, Mm -hmm. your relationship, you know, if you spend all your time saying like, Oh, I'm a great, I'm a great uh, daughter to my mom. And I do this for her. And I do that for her. It's like, all right, you may do all, the, all of those things, but what are the things that you're not doing? What are the things that you're not recognizing? Cause it's very yeah. easy to tell the things that you're doing right, you know, but it takes something else to, to really look at the things that are not going right. And mm. that I think is really, those are like those cold little nuggets of information for me at least because when someone points something out for me that like, oh, hey, by the way, like you did this wrong or you, you, you didn't quite think about this, your process, like maybe you did this right, but you didn't paraphrase it correctly. All these other things from different scenarios and work and relationships and friendships, whatever it is. Those are the best for me because I'm like, oh, OK, I did not notice that. What's going on with that? Right, sure. I start thinking about it like, all right, what's going on? Was I maybe off that day? Sometimes, sometimes you're just off. You know, it just happens. Sometimes you're, for some reason, really frustrated. Something happens. Right, we talked about like that one time that you were driving to Davis. That all those things were, you know, annoying you, and you got a a rock that broke your windshield, <laughs> and then all this this thing and that thing. Right. Sometimes yeah. life just tests you, right, and yeah. you have to acknowledge that. And so, if you came in and you were and you said something to me, right, and it's like you on your own have to acknowledge like, you know what? I apologize. You know, that just wasn't me. I was, I was going through a difficult time and that's understandable. Right. Yeah. That's understandable. You're going through something, but you know, when things are looking good and then you still make a mistake and you don't admit to it, I don't know. I don't know how you can, I don't know how other people I suppose can do it. I I, I really can't. I think I can't. I mean, uh, like I lied to myself a lot when I was younger. So that's uh, what makes it so hard for me to lie now to myself.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, what's funny too, is like, oftentimes, like the things that we connect to being like, quote unquote, wrong are things that we connect to back to our youth. Right. Because, oh, that's something I used to do. Right. Oftentimes that tends to be the, um, the way, I guess, at least for you and me, I would imagine that people who live, their life, you know, through the twenties, thirties, forties, perhaps still making a lot of mistakes, will then connect that to their later years on in their life, right? Like, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, I used to do that. Right. Whatever. Um, But accountability has been a constant theme in terms of like my changes that I've made recently, thanks to you, right? Is trying to maintain myself accountable in all aspects of my life, the good and the bad. But like you're saying, those people that don't recognize mistakes Like seriously have an issue with accountability, like self-accountability, right? And you know what's even worse is when those people that don't keep themselves accountable are trying to keep other people accountable. That's the worst. And I've met plenty of people like that. And there is nothing that bothers me more, right? Because uh, connecting this back to like what we were saying about confidence, right? I perhaps am confident, but I'm not vocal about it at all. I'm also very, very, very strict on myself, you know, like any little wind that I start seeing appear in my life, I'm already kind of like brushing past it because I don't want to uh, not necessarily get cocky, but I just don't want to focus too much attention on those little winds, you know, because they're all just stepping stones. There's no point to just plant yourself at one of these, these winds and be like, okay, well, this is where I'm going to live now, you know, there's no glory in that. For me, I, I find the glory in the in the in the journey. Truly, you know, getting after it constantly, constantly being in that kind of mentality of like you're going to war, you're in a battle. You know, you have to fight harder. You have to fight harder. Like really bring out that inner beast, if you will. Um, and so I I really do despise those people that that hold those little badges, those little trophies. The and people it that you are rude up. earlier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, this is this is yeah. this is me, you know. But I'm saying this from. From a profound place because here's why. When you lie to yourself, when you when you really do think you're that person, right? And you're not keeping yourself fully accountable, you're living a lie. And by living a lie, you're cheating yourself of your true potential, right? And this is why it's coming from a profound place, because I was doing that. I was thinking I was this hot shot or whatever when I was younger, and I hadn't done shit. Like what the hell was I celebrating for? Right? And so When I see other people like that, I'm like, I feel bad for you because yeah, like you did great at one point, but you've held that win over your head for this whole time since then. What else have you accomplished since then? Right. And it's not me wanting to be excessively rude or or aggressive in this. Like I truly want the best for everybody, but what people don't understand is the best for you doesn't necessarily mean that you're celebrating all the time. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're always on vacation and always, you know, having cocktails on the beach. What's the best for you is truly to be getting after it every day and developing yourself, developing your character, developing all these other aspects of your life, you know, but people don't recognize that.
0: And it's then they're over understand.
1: here. It, it is very hard to understand. I had a hard time understanding that. I get that. But it's like when somebody tells you these things, at the very least, try to open your eyes a little bit and be like, hmm. Maybe that is, this guy is onto something, you know, and try to interpret that within your own life. People are so quick to dismiss it. And you're like, ah, you just love having a harder life than you have to. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, all right, yeah. dude, keep, keep living in the clouds, I guess, you know.
0: It's hard to understand that something that is good for you has to be suffering and has to be pain and has to make you uncomfortable and make you want to cry and make you bleed sometimes, right? We often think about the things that are good for us that make us happy as sure. And and they are to a certain extent, like being with family, going out, having a drink, hanging out with friends, um, so on and so forth. And those are happy moments, but those are very short term happy moments. What we're talking about is oddly enough, things that are long term happiness are short term suffering. Short term pain, short term things that suck that you don't want to do, those are the things that make you happy, right? Waking up today for me and working out and, you know, have like a slight elbow injury, doing that, that was uncomfortable. But now that it, it's it passed, right? I'm happy. From the moment that I finished it and I showered and I took, you know, did yoga, all the other stuff, I got, I checked that box off. That is done. So now I can enjoy the day however I wish, right? because I invested earlier today in my happiness and that pays dividend throughout the day and that pays dividend throughout your entire life, right? Doing it for months, doing it for weeks, doing it for years, right? You do it for a year, I don't know how much it extends, maybe for another two years, right? But it's dependent on you continuing to do that. It's yeah. not like you do it for an entire year and it pays off for two and you're like, all right, well now I have to start again. No, it's, it's the consistency. Consistency is really what sucks. So definitely reflect, think about things and think, I think we should switch it up a little bit here. We're very intense. Let's try to, let's try yeah. to talk about something a little more chill. Um, well,
1: let, let me, let me change the pace a little bit. Okay. It's kind of like, it like a little, it's kind of like, you know, shitting on myself, but it's kind of funny, but If you've been a fan of ours and you've listened to past episodes, you've, uh, known about my issue with pizza, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like I talk about my, my, my bad habits and addictions and then there's pizza. (laughs) And so, you know, through what we've been talking about recently, um, I realized like it's, it's my comfort food, right. And I try to let go of it and I did. And I think at this point I'm at 28 days, uh, 28 days sober from pizza. Um, (laughs) It's fucking (laughs) 20 or
0: 28. (laughs)
1: 28. Okay. Um, it was originally done through a bet with my mom, and it was meant to be for like 15 days. And of course, you know, I always like to uh, push myself harder, and I'm like, ah, oh, well, you know what? I'll go for a month. And, mm-hmm. and I've been pushing harder. Um, but the thing that happened after those 15 days, I was like, I I discovered. I mean, not necessarily discovered. I, I already knew, but I had just um realized that I was really using it as a comfort food. You know, like oh, you start getting a little bit stressed out. Let's go get some pizza, right? Um, which was my habitual way of thinking prior, you know, in the past with, you know, alcohol or other things. Right. And so once I realized that I'm like, well, what other things am I doing for pleasure in a sense, right. In my life. And I realized that I was starting to get out of hand with my, uh, my morning shakes. Right. At first it was done just to kind of like be a quick little meal in the morning to get going. And then I started adding a little bit more to it, right. More fruits. And then I started having more sugar in it. And then I started adding some, uh, a side of toast with it. And I'm like, okay, this is getting out of hand. So what do I do? I just completely skip it now. And I just started skipping it. So essentially, since the last time we started recording, I just started skipping my breakfast. And I have never been more pissed off in my life than this past week. And like, it's funny to me because I'm all, I've am all i always just been known and I've known myself to be very calm, very relaxed, very just kind of like easygoing, you know? But by me removing this last little comfort it's like i'm living on edge and it's like every little thing will trigger me as i was talking about that experience at the gym recently right as well as other things like work related i'm just like living on edge now you know and something is not going quite right i'm like like god damn it like what the hell you know
0: when i called you about my raise you did sound angry i was like oh Maybe I interrupted something and I was like, all right, uh, just, just, just letting you know, bro, you know, <laughs> like have a good day. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cheer up. Cheer up. Cheer up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and it's just funny to me because I think, uh, for me talking about other people that are like, you know, going through shit. Or perhaps they're kind of like losing themselves in the sense that they'll start being rude without even knowing. Uh, Little did I know I started going through that same thing, right? And I I told you about it, right? I'm very good at kind of keeping myself accountable now. And I get to have that ability to reflect and see what I'm going through or, or what's going on. But I just found it funny, right? Because here I am embodying the same thing I'm going against, you know, like that's the very exact same thing. That I'm always very vocal to, to, to not be that way. Right. And I'm starting to become that way. And so, you know, it's, it's funny because that's how, uh, that's how life is. Sometimes you start seeming like a hypocrite, a hypocrite, right. You're like, Oh, you're very much that. And then you start doing the very exact same thing. Right. Yeah. Um, But as you were saying earlier, right. Like we want to constantly chase that thing that, that is difficult to us that adds that edge to our life. You know, and for me,
0: you're gonna switch it up. Omar, <laughs> we're talking about. The- hey,
1: I'm, I'm I'm getting there. I'm Omar
0: getting. Omar did a switcheroo there. Like, let's talk about something else. Psych, like we're talking about the same thing.
1: Intense. <laughs> yeah, but um, basically, the point that I'm getting to is, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you're putting yourself through, right? Whether it's willingly or non-willingly, if it's if you just want to call it life, right? You still have to. Do the same things that you need to for yourself every day. You still got to wake up every day. You still got to make your bed, right? Or uh, fold your bed as well I said on the bed. past episode, right? right. Um, you still got to do these things for yourself, right? And there's no excuses, right? And so for me in this past week, right? With my experiences, I realized that I was like, I don't, it's like, I don't give a fuck if I'm pissed off. I don't give a fuck if all of a sudden I don't have my little comfort food or, or my morning shake and my days being start off tense i still got to do all these things right i still got to be a good person that doesn't allow me to be a dick all of a sudden like it's somehow justified right yeah and um and it was funny because i kind of you know through that i i caught myself and so you know to change the pace you know it's like if you're being an asshole if you're being a dick if you're being a douche um you know line up a little bit there's a lot of things to be happy about in life you know regardless of what aspect you're you are in your life regardless of what's going on like there's so much to be happy about there's so much to be you know thankful for right and uh to change the pace um i want to <laughs> say I'm, I'm thankful for my friend Juan, you know yeah um, you know i yeah, constantly I talk about him and the things that he's been able to to help me accomplish but i really am thankful for him um now I like and as i said saying. before yeah yeah. now i like the pace <laughs> now i like to keep change going the pace. keep going yeah uh, and like I've joked about it before, right? It's like, if uh, you need to make these changes, get yourself a Juan, right? Um, yes. But I truly do mean that, uh, maybe not specifically Juan, you know, he is my friend, so stay away. But uh, <laughs> just kidding. But truly try to find people that will help you develop yourself into a better person. You know, I was on the phone last night. Um, partly the reason why we had to start a little bit later today. I had left the gym and right after the gym, I'm, like, I'm on the phone with somebody, right? That's like in distress, going through a lot, right? And I think this friend was expecting me to tell them, oh, I feel bad for you and give them sympathy and give them like a shoulder to lean on. And I'm like, psych. And then, you know, I hit them with the don't don't victimize yourself. Don't make yourself feel worse than you already do. Like, yes, you're going through a rough time and I get that but let's work on a plan to get you out of this. You know, you're trying to escape the pain. And this is why this issue keeps coming back in your life. The time is now like, we're going to take care of this. Now you're going to take control of the situation, you know? And I'm like giving this whole pep talk and, and I think it really did help them, you know? And this isn't me like sharing the story, like, Hey, look how good of a friend I am. But this again is in return. Thanks to you, because this is partly the mentality that you, you were able to, to open my eyes to. Right. And so for that, I'm thankful because, the help doesn't stop there. The good vibes don't stop there. You do it once and you think it's going to end with that one person, but it multiplies. And that's the great thing about life is when you put good energy out there, it only multiplies, right? Yep. It's not going to just stop at a wall. It'll it'll surpass that wall. It'll surpass you know, borders. It'll go everywhere that you want it to. You, and that's the thing that people don't realize is that when you put good out into the world, it really does multiply. That's
0: how I know you do be paying attention because I literally did the same thing two days ago. So my sister got COVID um, right. last week, and it was actually more severe than we had thought. You know, usually like my other sister got it because she's a, nur- a nursing, you know, nursing student, so she's like in the hospital with a bunch of sick people all the time. She got it for like about two days, um, like severely ish, and then she's like rec- she recovered and she's uh, she's tested negative already. Okay. My other sister, who I'm actually like, <laughs> literally in this direction, um, she also got it, and she got it a bit more severely. And mm. so, anyways, now she's better. And I was in the car with her like two, two, three days ago, and we were talking about like why, you know, why, why was it more severe for you than for my other sister, so on and so forth. We went into like the science of it, you know, your immune mm-hmm. system, this thing, that thing,
1: breaking and it down, a
0: big contributor. That I told her is like. You're not living a healthy lifestyle. Like you're, you're really not living a healthy lifestyle. Yes, there are a lot of things that are completely out of your control, but you build up your immune system when you work out. You build up your immune system when you take vitamins. You build up your immune system when you eat healthy and you don't, you know, just eat chips and burgers and pizza all the time. That's how you build up your immune system, right? And I was just going in, like telling her, like, you're fucking up. Like you're doing, you're not doing this. You're not active. You're not doing this. And literally she said like a very exact same thing. She was like, you're my brother. You're supposed to be telling me like, I'm good. Like you're, you know, I'm fine. Like you you just got to recover. And I'm like, you are not, you don't know who I am then. (laughs) You made a big mistake here. Listen, for anything you want to do in your life, goals, I'm your fucking biggest cheerleader. Whatever the fuck I can do to help you, I will do. You want to go to nursing school? I'll help you do this. You want to do this? I'll help you do that. But for things that you're fucking up, and I told her very much, like, do not count on me to give you, you know, a nice little pep talk. I'm the type of guy that would actually just go even harder and tell you, like, you are fucking up. I'm not going to be that guy to hide it and be like, you know what? You could be working out a little bit more, but, you know, you're over COVID now, so you'll be fine. It's like, what about the next thing? What about, you know, another disease that comes around or just like the flu you know, like she gets the flu and it's like actually more severe than like other people. And it's like, no, I'm not going to bail you out of these things. Um, but anyways, actual switch now, because we said we were going to switch and we're on the exact same topic. Still, still in transition. Still fucking in this transition. This is going long. Um, something more relaxed. Um, let me think. What do you think? <laughs> My mind always goes to the same place, which is like travel. Travel or me moving out. Um, sure i apologize for being repetitive people but that's where my mind is at
1: no um, there's no need to apologize for that that's who we are yeah. you're not going to apologize for who we are
0: that's facts um,
1: um well just to finish off that that topic <laughs> you know uh, i going to go on for another
0: fucking 20 minutes i already know this
1: the, the, no just the final point is that okay i think people do misconstrue what true love or true care or a true friendship looks like. Like that's what it's supposed to look like. Like somebody that wants the best for you. And what's the best for you is not always what's the easiest. Almost almost always it's it, it means more work. It means investing more in yourself and your health and all that, right? Um, and that I guess it'll just be the theme for this episode at this point, right? <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, like, again, like I said, don't cheat yourselves. Like if you really do want a good life, if you really want to be a better person, It takes hard work. It's not easy. I mean, even I myself, you know, from a young age, I was always very, like, nice to people, you know, quote unquote nice, right? Um, And I was a terrible person. Not because I wasn't nice to people, but because I wasn't nice to myself, right? And so I'll just plant that seed in people's minds and hopefully trigger something down the line. But to move on to something else. Yes. um, Well, let's talk about what we're going to do later today.
0: We're going to Um, Berlin. What?
1: Oh, oh, right. That was that was from the uh, last thing we never That's really uh, talked about, it, huh?
0: Let's talk about it right now. Yeah.
1: Uh, Let's okay. go
0: to. Um, I'm thinking. I I, I still want to go to Berlin at some point. I think for you, if like you're legitimately interested, I think we should go to Spain and Portugal. Mm. I think you would enjoy that a bit more, mm. um, because it's. I mean, Spain is like the roots, the pre-roots of our culture. Right. Mexico, is the, the roots of our culture, but Spain invading Mexico and all that heavy influence there. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: not, 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 not for a good reason, but yeah. Not
0: for a good reason at all, um, yeah. but you can't change the past, it just happened. So I'm thinking Spain, Portugal, once we're there, we can go elsewhere, but honestly, it's, I mean, that seems like a simple thing, Spain could- and Portugal.
1: I could totally see myself being in Spain and just trying to yep. be funny and sarcastic with the, the locals there and be like, so you're the person that invaded my country. Wow. Yeah. And like touching their face, you know, like, mm-hmm. wow, I finally met you. No,
0: nah. um, that'd be cool. Um,
1: that would be cool. I have seen uh certain like pictures and stuff of like the architecture, and, like buildings and stuff in Spain. And it's pretty cool. I mean, obviously like I would say, Oh, it reminds me of Mexico, but it's the other way around. It's, like Mexico reminds me of Spain. Really? Um, there's a lot of similarities there in like the big towns or big cities in Mexico. They have a lot of influence,
0: uh, from Spain. Let me, let me throw out some, some ideas and you can tell me which ones are interesting. Spain uh, before, and- before,
1: before you do, before you do Florida, we were talking about that before this, uh, we talking about Florida. So that, that, that got me, that got me interested.
0: Oh, there we go. So there are two things in my mind right now, people it's where do I want to travel and where do I want to live? And I'm fortunate enough that my job is remote, completely remote, so I can live anywhere in the continental continental US. Um Humblebrag. even in like Europe and, and Hawaii, like they they're like, and hey, you can live there. Um, I don't know if I can live necessarily in Europe, but probably like go for a couple of months and the schedule would be, you know, different since it's very much ahead of the States. Um but anyways, I humble brag. <laughs> I want to live I do want to live in Europe at some point, but for right now, I think I'm thinking about, um, here in the States, like where I want to move my list includes San Diego, New York city, uh, Denver, even though I keep saying it, but I haven't really researched it, Vegas and Miami and Vegas. I was really looking at because zero income state tax. Um, I really feel like I'm an adult now. Cause I, I worry about taxes now. And like, Holy shit. Like California state income tax is the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I already don't like that the federal government takes away money, but then on top of it, you get the state taking away money. So that's why mm-hmm. Vegas was at the top. But lately, as Omar was saying, I've been looking into Miami, um, which is in Florida that has a zero state income tax. Of course, they make it up with other uh, taxes there, so it's not like you you're completely free. Um, but still, better. And Miami. Seems like a vibe. Miami feels like a similar vibe as when we went to El Techo in San Francisco. Check it out if you guys haven't gone. Seems like a vibe that I would like. I I, I love I love Mexican like music. Don't get me wrong, banda, mariachi, nortenas, all that sort of stuff. But I also really like like salsa, um, merengue, all that stuff from like Cuba and what is it, Colombia, Puerto Rico. So Miami is interesting. Um, if we don't go to Europe, Miami could also be a pretty, pretty good destination.
1: Um, I also just did a quick little Google search cause I remember I came across this information back in the day, yeah. uh, which was actually kind of random cause I wasn't even thinking about this back in the day. Um, but Wyoming, because Wyoming is a friendly state when it comes to businesses as you know, we are, uh, Wait, what? on our journey to become entrepreneurs, um, Wyoming. That's zero state tax. Is, is that what you're talking about? It's regarded as uh, the best state to form an NL- LLC. It has oh. no personal income tax or corporate income tax, and the sales tax is low 4%. So another potential place. Maybe not the most aesthetically pleasing. I don't know. I haven't seen any pictures of uh, Wyoming, uh, but let me actually just do that right now to maybe disprove prove me or just share myself. my screen and we can actually check out Wyoming. Oh, yeah. We can uh, we can integrate that
0: uh that sure should I be able to see this? This reflection thing? Oh, that's freaky. <laughs> uh let's check out Wyoming. Wyoming.
1: Shout out to just, any listeners that we got from down there.
0: Just a buffalo. Right. Just a buffalo. Is the whole state just the buffalo? Looks nice. So I know Wyoming is like super you can hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. Wyoming, I know is like super uh, nature e. So wow. that's pretty much what you'll get from there.
1: Very much the uh, countryside.
0: <laughs> I'm not going there.
1: That's beautiful, man.
0: Now Miami. Oh. Ooh. Oof. You know, the one thing about Miami, though, is like... The politics. I know a lot of people don't care, but the politics do, like, annoy me. That's, like, the one thing of Miami, aside from it being, like, sort of on the East Coast and far away from my family. Mm-hmm. The the politics and the governor who sucks.
1: Hey, so you move down to Miami, you just start wearing a Make America Greater hand hat, you know, like, whatever. Big deal, you know?
0: I'm fucking not going to do that.
1: Big whoop, you know? Come That's on, liberal, cool. hop to the other side, come to the dark side,
0: Juan. I know Miami is more, I mean, the cities are always more liberal than the overall states, but mm. I just can just imagine like the governor or whoever else, like passing a bill that like, like the tra- the gay bill that they just passed, like, don't say gay and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, that was I already know people are going to be like, yo, so what's Florida like now? And it's like, oh, man, shut up, bro. Like, yeah, who cares? People could be saying the same shit about California. I'm going to be sipping a mojito anyways. Yeah. On a boat. Who knows? Well, I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure of it, but anyways, Miami looks pretty considering. cool. Yeah.
1: There's a, the funny thing is like, ho, uh, there's another Hollywood in Miami or yeah, I should say yeah. another Hollywood in Florida. Um, and I thought that was actually pretty funny. I'm like, Hmm. So it wouldn't feel like too far from home. Technically would be a little miles away from Hollywood. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, I, uh, I've thought about it in the past just because it's very, uh, aesthetically pleasing. There's a, a big integration of, of Latino culture there, you know, so it wouldn't necessarily feel like, um, you're being outcasted. It's more like you're fitting in, right? Of yeah. course, it's not so much based around Mexican culture, but I mean, as long as it's, it's Latin American, I think it's still very integrating, um, because, you know, we speak Spanish, so, uh, there's yeah. that. And, uh, I personally love beaches. Juan, I'm sorry to tell you this, but this episode isn't just about you. Okay,
0: talking about you, I asked you if you want to travel there. No, no, no. You this is that was literally I? a question about Omar, not a question about me. Uh, that was a question I, about
1: Omar. I literally, I thought I literally heard you say, "Should I travel there?" I'm like, "No, <laughs>
0: Jesus." See that? That's how you think of me. Come on now. That's not. I was just joking.
1: Um how, I think we wh- should travel there. Yeah. We should go. I I, I definitely do think because we're like, we were saying before the episode, uh, we're trying to think of a destination for us to travel, which was originally meant to be perhaps Berlin. But to me, I think, uh, I think Miami would be pretty cool. Um, We'll have to look into like potentially like Airbnb's and stuff to get like the full experience where it's like you're at home and you just get to walk down to the beach or something like that. Like, I think that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I also can't swim and I don't want to, speak for anybody else but uh, there might be some difficulties for another co-host on this podcast for swimming hey,
0: i kind of know how to swim now
1: okay okay fair enough not fully, you can float
0: you can float but i can float and it, no i can swim too i oh, just okay. <laughs> i just don't have everything figured out it's just practice at the end of the day i, I,
1: was, I was gonna right. say i don't mean to burst your bubble but dead bodies also float <laughs>
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, yeah. But I can I can kind of, I think it's really just practice. You know what I mean? Like, if I tell someone like, hey, can you press this weight over your head? I'm sure they can do it if it's light. But they're probably going to do it with a bad form. They probably can't do it a lot or they get hurt. Yeah. The same exact thing to me. It's just like, you got to practice it. So,
1: yeah. Catch us you, in Miami. Well, I'll, I'll say, even if I don't go to Miami, I still want to see you in Miami. Cause like I said, it, it seems dope. to me like it's very much your wife. I'd like to see you out there yep. and, and live your best life.
0: It is far that's away cool. from here. That's honestly another, like one of the other things, like I guess it's better now with technology, you know? Cause like, I'm thinking about like my mom, honestly, like obviously like our parents are just getting older and older and older. Right. And everyone is not just them, but like that's supposed to acknowledge that makes it better. Like, you know, FaceTime, um, but like, for example, when I was in Arizona, right. So I'm I technically still live there, um, in the apartment. I didn't come back here for like six months, um, but we texted and we FaceTimed all the time. So it never really felt that way. So it's like, in Florida is only like two hours away, you know? So, I mean, sorry, Florida, um, Arizona is only two hours away. Florida is about five hours away by plane.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that's, so, that's the, that's the point I was going to bring up too, is like, I mean, if you move out of state. It makes no difference, really. I mean, you're still just an airplane ride right away, you know. Obviously, you're not going to drive, right? If you were to live some other part in California, well, yeah, you'd probably be driving here, uh, back home, I should say. But once you move out of state, at that point, it's just airplane rides, you know. Air airplane rides. Why am I mispronouncing that? Um, There I go again, psychoanalyzing myself. But yeah, I mean, what's the difference, right? If you move to one state to another within this country. You're just going to be on an airplane anyways to come back home. So at that point, why not go as far as you can? Why not just go to New York? Why not just go to Florida? I know Omar's my
0: friend because he knows that's how he gets. <laughs> he knows that literally you just say that just like, why not this? Like he could literally say like, hey, dude, go to Miami. And I'd be like, yeah, I'll think about it. Why not go to Miami? And he says it with that yeah. fucking tone, and I'm like, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> well,
0: I can't find any reason not to. Thank you, Omar. Turn <laughs> those gears.
1: Turn those gears.
0: Yeah, they're they're turning for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I definitely like to see us travel down to uh to Florida and uh, go down to Miami Beach and all that. um, In terms of like you moving places, I think I think you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't, you know move to a far out place because that's genuinely what you want to do anyways. Right. Even if it's something short term, at least you'll gain that experience. Right. Maybe you move somewhere and you don't like it. Hey, great. At least you went and you tried it. What's wrong with that? You know, at the end of the day, you're still going to have expenses, right? You're still going to have to be living somewhere. You're still going to have to be paying rent. You're still going to have to be buying, you know, your groceries and all that. Why not just do in a place where you might learn something or you might be in a new location? Why not? Why not?
0: I'm not going to say anything to that because <laughs> it seems like he's just, yep. I agree. I'm feeding I'm, that. I'm feeding it. I'm feeding it. Yeah,
1: I agree. Tienes un gusanito por dentro and I'm just like feeding it like little.
0: Yep. 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 I'm pretty excited
1: now. <laughs> the, the thing is you can I'm literally always fly back, you mm-hmm. know, at least for you, like you don't really have like all that stuff, all that much stuff that you're going to bring with you. right? You could let just fly back.
0: True. Yeah. All right, so I'm moving to Miami. Um, no, just, I don't know if I want to, to it Miami, just like yeah. that. Just <laughs> slide through if you want.
1: Yeah, if I had, I'll say this: if I had a remote job, I'd probably do the same. Yeah, because that's one of the. That's, move to Miami, I mean, I guess, or just
0: move in general? You mean?
1: No, like I probably would move state. Okay what, sorry, was, that's what I was trying to say, um, because having a remote job allows you to do that, and that's the whole point, otherwise, yeah. if, if you don't have a remote job, well yeah, just you know move somewhere local, I guess um or just somewhere local to the place that you're working at, right but that's the whole point that's the one of the um why can't I think of the word that I want to say Bene- Advantages. no one of the benefits one of the benefits, benefits. of having yeah. a remote job right that's that's the whole point. But you know, ultimately, you know what's best for yourself, and uh, I do too, because I'm going to keep pushing that. But uh, I do think it is thanks. time to wrap up this episode. Um, Let's do it. And no, wow, but I do want to say last two words. Why not? Why not? Peace out, guys! Uh, thanks for listening to Podcast Uncut Five, I believe. It's um, five, yeah. As always, make sure to check us out on Instagram. At the Intrinsic Podcast, uh, of course, with a Y instead of the I, and uh, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and all your other favorite streaming Everywhere. platforms for podcasts. Um, as I said last episode, you know, make sure to give us some likes, subscribe, some comments, uh, share our stuff if you like it. Um, as we said previously, we want to continue to develop this into something big. We want to continue to grow this. Um, and as we do, we will continue to make more changes and implement new things into the podcast itself. Um, you know, merchandise is a future idea for, for us that uh, we will be working on at some point. Um, we're currently trying to rebrand as well, you know, come up with a new logo and all that. And so this is all in the hopes to, to, you know, continue to grow this, continue to develop it and, you know, create cool content for you guys. So if you like what we're doing, please, 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 please share it and, uh, and let us know that too. Drop us a DM on uh, our IG on the Instagram. Uh, and, uh, and yeah. And if there's any topics you guys want us to talk about, let us know. Other than that, uh, any other podcasts are out there. You want to collaborate, reach out to us as well. Um, other than that, I'll leave you with those <laughs> final two words. Why not? <laughs> Get this mic away from me. After an
0: entire paragraph. Just two words. <laughs> Get this though. mic away from me.
1: Get this mic away right. from me.
0: Thank you guys. See y'all.